Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. You going first? <laughs> I was literally just going to say the same thing. I feel like my brain is a little bit like off today. I'm not really sure why. Just a tiny bit behind just, behind just, the yeah. pace, George. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? When like someone gives you a set of instructions or like something to do, and then it's like your brain doesn't like actually process it. I don't yeah. know. It's really weird. Called getting old. Oh, that wasn't the diagnosis I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when I did notice it, and I and I say this with love, we were recording a sponsorship read yesterday, and then when yeah. I finished my line, it took you a beat longer to come in with yours. It started yesterday, like at the gym, and the guy who trains me was like, "Oh, like you know, ten of these, twenty of these, thirty of these," and then I was suddenly like, "Hang on, what? What did you say?" 10 yeah. of what? Like, it's really weird. Maybe I just need an early night. I you hope need, it's not. You I'm need an up. early night. Anyway, <laughs> how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I, the kids were driving me absolutely mental yesterday, like totally bonkers. So I feel like today's a new day and they've been they've been dreamy. And that is just parenting, isn't it? Like, I don't it know is. if you find this, George, but they, it's the, the, the lists of things, like in the morning, it's a nightmare for me. I can't get mm. them all ready. And if they don't listen, like if I go, come on guys, you know, can you get your uniform on or can you brush your teeth? Yeah. Or could you put your shoes on? I have to, I tell you what, I have to probably ask them 15 times to do each yeah. of those things. And then they get so angry and then they're like, no, I'm not doing it. And then Kit won't put his shoes on. And then before you know it, we've got this massive war going on. It's a horrible way to start the day. I, today yeah, was are you on your own in the morning? Sometimes, sometimes Dawes goes to the gym at six thirty. So yeah, I have to get them ready. But oh, yeah. I don't know. He's always back, and like it doesn't really matter who asks them. They're just in that phase where they're just not listening. I find they don't listen to me, but they listen to James. They do, yeah. Like, but I think it's just because he's not here for those things. Usually, like he leaves, for, you know, he leaves for work at before seven like yeah. every day so they don't even see him but on the odd occasion when he's here they listen but someone said it was a full moon now I'm not into all this hippy dippy stuff yes you are I, I feel like maybe uh, Gigi's been a complete asshole. like <laughs> or no like proper asshole all week like proper just uh, James just looks at me like what is wrong with her no, my like, favourite thing that you her. said about Gigi was when she pooed in the bath and when you asked her why she pooed in the bath she said I just want to get <laughs> yeah. Axel out yeah I wanted Axel to get out that's like just brilliant. deadpan like, just, like I don't care I'm not going to say sorry about yeah. it because that's what I wanted that, yeah. yeah she's just been like that all week 
all week. Mate, it's time to run away. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah but we're gonna is. We're going to hopefully do this podcast today. And it's hopefully if you're having one of those weeks like Georgia and I, where the kids aren't listening and you're feeling a bit meh about things, this will hopefully give you a bit of an uplift and a bit of inspiration and just make you feel a little bit better. And also just know that you're not on your own because this podcast yeah. is all about talking about our identity and what happens when we lose you know, when we lose that after we have our children. So, and it's amazing. This really taps into a lot of our listeners, you know, loads of people go through it when they become mothers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you listen to Tuesday's episode, you'll have heard Brooke Vincent talk about it. Um, And for me, it's probably one of the topics that comes up most at this age, you know, like now our kids are sort of passed asleep and the weaning and all that kind of stuff. It's at this age when they're at school that I feel like so many of like my friends and mums at school, they feel like, hang on a minute, like who, who am I now? (laughs) I don't know if it's because you, you spend all those early years just focusing on them and you don't really have a second to think about who you are. And then suddenly when you've been a parent, like this year, we'll have been parents for seven years. I know. Like that is a lot. And then you're suddenly like, oh, right. This is me now. Is it this, this is it. Okay. It is. It's, it's a funny, um, it's a funny feeling, I think. Yeah, when it you is. sort of get to this stage. Yeah, it is, and things, and actually, I think it's like you know the seven year itch in a relationship. I think seven it years is. of being a parent is quite it's quite a number. So, and, and actually, is. lots of people have sent in questions going, "I'm surprised how delayed I've experienced this three years yeah. and eight months, and it's just hit. Mm. It's so hard." That's from Maria. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a there's a lot of dialogue around how you know you feel in the first year of parenting and you know the in the newborn days and how you lose yourself there is so much chat about that but do you remember when Louise Rowe came on and she said she didn't feel like any kind of blues until one year in when she realized it was the reality and I think that is so common when you suddenly realize right okay this is this is this is it this isn't going away now <laughs> this is <laughs> know what you mean though and I need to kind of find my like groove again I guess yeah, yeah. but anyway well, let's get into the questions because in. there's loads yeah um here's one this actually came in through the dms it says I love my children but sometimes I feel numb from the monotony of routine how to great create joy within myself well, very brave to say that, actually. And I, I, yeah. I, I always really respect when people are really, really honest about stuff like that because it's not an easy thing. And also you feel like you need to say, I love being a mum. Of course you love being a mum. There are elements of it that are absolutely wonderful. And it's the best thing that, you know, we can all probably hold our hands up and say it's the best thing we've ever done. But the monotony mm. of it, and like you said, Georgia, yeah. the things that just will, will never go away – that is, mm. that can be a really big, heavy weight on your shoulders. Yeah, it can. It's really interesting because yesterday I was on the phone to some friends and they've just moved abroad. And um, my friend is has gone to work. She's like got a really big job out there. And her partner has, has got the little one while he's obviously looking for work. And he said to me, George, I feel like every day is Groundhog Day. Mm. And I was like, yeah. Like, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And he went through like his day and I said to him, this was the advice I gave. So I, I'm, you know, this, I'll say this sort of thing again. I said to him, you need to find something in every day for you. So yeah. whatever that is. So he's, you know, just thinking about the, the, the little girl and, and the, their dog and all of that kind of stuff and working his whole day around that. And so I said, maybe you need to think of somewhere you want to go. Like, even if it's just going for a 
coffee somewhere yeah. that, or something you want to do. I don't know what it is that he wants to do, but and then fitting the the child stuff after that, just a yeah. couple of days a week, just swapping it out. So rather than putting them first, put yourself first and let them fit into that. Which is always our messaging. And that's really great advice. And I hope he does. He definitely does that. And I think that, that, you know, if you're listening and it's really ringing true, all of that like day-to-day slog stuff, that is because really, if you look at your sort of pie chart of life, yeah. uh, my guess will be it's either all parenting or work and parenting. And that yeah. makes Jimmy a, li- a dull boy. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever the phrase is. No, it's it, no, it is, and it's so true. And I do think, like, I do it in my work day. Like, I'm happy to work in the evening some days. Like, I'll pick up emails for a couple of hours on a Tuesday and a Thursday night if it means during the day I can forget about doing, I know, the washing and my all my other emails, and I can go off to a boxing class. Yeah. Or it, it's just, I think, it's about shifting things so that you know you've got those a few windows like yeah. of things to look forward to, and they can be so small and so simple. Um, but I think it's so important, really, really Agreed. important. Yeah, I'll go to this one. I love it. Why do I feel I can't wear what I would have wanted to before becoming a mum? I get this. I totally get this. Yeah, go on. No. Uh, I mean, I don't have the answer, first off. I did say to James the other day, I was like, why is everything cropped? I think we were in Zara on Sunday and I was like, why is everything cropped? And he was like, you can wear a cropped like t-shirt if you want. I was like, oh my God, absolutely no, I can't. He was like, of course you can. I was like, no, 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 probably like pre-kids I could. He's like, oh. what? What is it? Is it age? Is it because you're a mum? What, what's What's the reason? I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I can't. I just feel like I'd be I don't know like trying to I don't know trying to be young I don't know it More just made young. me feel really icky and weird do you know what though I think there are certain shops I used to shop in before I had the kids that I wouldn't I wouldn't go in now because I've been in now and I feel like the you know it's like the Gen Z's you know they're, like the, the, the kids are wearing it all and I'm like it just doesn't suit me but that's to do with what makes me feel good rather than you know pre or post becoming a mother and I think that is yeah. really key. Like you're saying, you know, maybe this season you can't shop in Zara because you don't like the crop tops. Stay away from those. If that doesn't make you feel good, find mm. always with clothes. It is not about, for me, it's not about the trends and all of that. It is how no. clothes make you feel. And that, you know, that will ebb and flow throughout our whole lives. You know, at certain points we'll, mm. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll feel great in our favorite dress that we've worn forever. And then other times we'll look at it and go, God, I can't wear that for whatever reason yeah. but I do think it's key to like you know like I'm not I'm not gonna go I probably wouldn't even shop in Topshop any longer do you know what I mean and yeah. like I used no, to get all of my no, clothes no. from there no I know exactly what you mean you feel like it, it's yeah it's almost like not meant for you I don't yeah. know in a weird way but yeah. I actually saw on Instagram the other day someone doing what do they call it like an uh, sort of like an undressing or whatever in their car before they went on the school run. Oh, yes. So they'd obviously been to like a really nice lunch or something in London and they're all dressed up. And then before the school run, she felt like, okay, I need to take my red lipstick off. I need to put a hoodie on. I need to take my heels I saw off. That. I saw that. It's a girl called Lucy. I, thought, I follow her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Me, yeah. So I thought, God, that's really interesting because I would do that as well. Like, uh, on the odd occasion where I've had to be really dressed up on the on the school run to go and pick up or drop off or whatever, I feel really weird. Like, Do you feel self conscious? I, d- I don't feel self conscious. I just feel like, oh, what am I doing? I don't know. Just really <laughs> weird. I don't look at anyone else if they do that, but. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all just one. in our heads, isn't mm. it? I found the world of baby groups judgmental, made me question my personality and ability to parent. Oh, hear, hear, sister. I mean, mm. that rings so true for me, but I think that that is very, very, very common. I think if you ask anybody, they are going to feel moments where they feel, you know, um, like like this lady said, Rosie, like judge, judged, um, you know, like a bit of, almost a bit of a failure because it, it's, it's a weird like pitting against each other in those big groups of, of like mothers and babies, which is strange because, yeah. you know, the support should really be there. And I think fundamentally it is, but then it, it is quite competitive and it's weird because it's only tiny little things. Somebody says one thing to you, whether it's about your baby not crawling yet or, you know, uh, oh, oh, your baby is a, is a, is a bum, um, what they're called, like bum, <laughs> What are the ones? A bum shuffler. That's it. Baby's a bum shuffler. A bum shuffler. And you're like, oh, God, why isn't my baby, why is my baby bum shuffling when this, you know, like, it's weird. It's not necessarily meant to be like that. But I think a lot of time you can feel it very quite hostile yeah and also I think it's really interesting that you've said it's made you question your personality because I always think it's a weird dynamic in those sort of groups that you go to because you're not mixing with people who are like-minded you're literally mixing with people who just have babies and live in your area like so your personalities don't have to be similar and they don't have to gel and you you shouldn't have to change your personality around those people just because you feel like you want to fit in to whatever however they are and I know like I it can be hard can't it like if you feel like you're the odd one out like everyone else is getting on and you go into this baby group and you're the other one out but I don't think you should ever have to change your personality to fit in and you just need to find your people rather than try and fit into a group of people that just aren't like you so my really good friend Hannah I Mm. met in Guildford in a baby group and literally we walked in, clocked each other. It was like a fantastic first date moment. And we were like, oh, you're brilliant. And she was like, you're brilliant. And I was like, you're brilliant too. <laughs> and then we just literally ditched the baby group, swapped numbers. And she was my little mate. And she's still my little mate. And that was like six years ago, something like that. That's mad. So I yeah. think sometimes That's you only have I mean. to find one or yeah. two people that are in your tribe and you can break away from them. Exactly. You don't need to be at a baby group every day of the week with people you don't want to spend time with. Definitely not. (laughs) Unsure what to do career-wise after kids and not even sure I know what I like doing anymore. That's Mm. really interesting. Do you know what? First off, go back and listen to the episode we recorded with Emma Kangas. Um, It was at the beginning of the year. It was a QA, and a like a sort of a career Q&A because that was really interesting because she was talking about changing direction in careers and basically writing down all the things you enjoy, like your hobbies and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Then all the things you think you're really good at. Then ask somebody else, like, what they think you're good at. So what they think your strengths are. Like maybe it could be someone you used to work with, a friend, whatever. And then look at all of that and try and work out what you could do and what you could go into. And she said it can be really surprising how other people, like strengths that other people would say you have that you might not even realise you have. Um, So I think that's a really good place to start. Yeah, I think I I completely second that. And I also think that it's okay to feel a bit daunted by that. Um, And also a bit, maybe a bit, a bit, 
panicked, I guess, and lots of elements come in when you have your kids and then you want to go back to work um, because you feel, oh God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And as you know, this lady mm. said, oh, I don't know, know what I like anymore. But actually when you become a mum or a dad, it's like you only go up in your skill set. So now, yeah. like Georgia said, it's just about honing in on the skills that you have, whatever they are now you'll only be better at them. So you just got to figure yeah. that part out. And like, George, exactly. do, do the list. The list is brilliant idea. <laughs> do you know what? When I found out I was pregnant with Axel, I actually remember having these thoughts. I remember thinking, oh, why didn't I train to be a hairdresser? <laughs> why didn't I do that? Because then I could just work around the kids. Yeah. Or I thought, why didn't I train to be a teacher? Because then I could have the holidays off. Yeah. And why did I think I mean, about those I, things I do? But on it, but now I look back, I think, what? Yeah. What was I thinking? Obviously, number one, like people in those roles will probably tell you, like it's not ideal because nothing is ever ideal. Um, but also, you shouldn't have to change your like dreams and ambitions just because you've got children. And I think there's always a way to make something work. Um, so yeah, go for it, Amber. Go for it. We're there to support <laughs> you. Send us a message if you need any advice on it. We're here. Balance of mum versus employee just blows my mind. Oh my God. I was going to say, this actually links into this next one as well. So we might as well answer them together. How to switch off from my senior role in teaching three days per week to mum. Too much overlap. I yes. think there's that thing, isn't there, between work mode and home mode. <laughs> yeah, there is. And, you know, some good tips that we, we've we been given before is that when you come, I don't know whether you, you're, you're not working from home because you're in a teach a senior role in teaching. So you're, you're out of the house. And it's about, for me, I, all, all I can say to you is what I do is that when I come through the door and the kids are here, I try and be really present with them. So I put my phone in a different room. We've got like a console table. I put it in the drawer and I just make sure between those hours of five and seven, I'm just with them. Like I'm not, I, I spent so long trying to answer emails and trying to edit posts. And, you know, I was just, they would be looking at me and I had my head in my phone and I was mm. thinking, I haven't seen them all day. It's that. So you've got to make that because your, your kids just want you to give them lots of attention and, you know, spend time with you. But if you're answering emails from the day, it's too stressful. You're going to be shorter with them. You're going to be, you feel like you're not doing your job, but you're also not being mum. So I think that's like, leave your phone somewhere if you can for a couple of hours and then pick it back up when they've gone to bed if you need to. Yeah. Do you know what I heard someone say the other day? No one emails like the fight, like the emergency services, basically. No one emails. So if there's an emergency, it's not going to be on email. <laughs> like you don't, so need, you, don't, you don't need to be looking at your emails. Like they'll, if, if you need your phone, someone will call you like that. They'll, they'll literally phone um, if, if you need to pick it up. So I would definitely like set those boundaries. But also if you have a commute, um, I used to find it so much easier when I worked in an office and then had that hour between leaving the office and coming home yes it yeah. meant I would get home later definitely but I had like that downtime. Yeah. so like listen to a podcast like this one or <laughs> um you know or like or, or read a magazine or like whatever it is just to like don't think about work or home during yeah. your commute like have like the off time um because I do, I really think it helps with like the balance of switching off from one and then resetting and then going into another. Mm. Um, yes, good advice, you, yeah, Gina. If you have that luxury. Love that. Um, new baby and moved to the countryside. No idea what to wear or who I am anymore. Oh, oh gosh. God. 
We yeah. kind of know I mean, that actually, one, this we is what we did. We're in Cheltenham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly what we did. Um, I think there's a lot to sort of unpick there because when you've obviously had a new baby, then you, you change or you feel like you change. Then moving to a new area, again, that's a, that's a big change as well. Um, I think in terms of like, what to wear anymore like number one yeah obviously things have to be practical for like your new life whatever it you know however it is if you're going for walks in the countryside or whatever you're not going to be wearing stilettos fine (laughs) um but I think you just have to find pieces that you really love that make you really happy so with that like that could be oh my god I remember buying that leopard puffer coat oh yeah that was amazing actually the most practical piece ever but actually every time I put it on I just felt like me like even though it was a puff yeah. coat and it was you know warm and like very practical I just felt like me when I put it on and I think that's what you need to do when you you go through that sort of life transition is build pieces that make you feel like you yes um that but that obviously still practically fit in yeah and don't rush that because that will come like I think mm. sometimes you know you 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 kind of I don't know there's this desire to like be completely sorted when you go to a new area and feel like you've got your shit together all the time and you know you're you're tapping into the to where the parks are and you're trying to get to know it you know and make friends and yeah and I guess clothes and 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 things that you wear day to day it comes into that but that sometimes takes a bit of time you know like it it does it like like we said before it does ebb and flow and you're going to go through periods where you haven't got a clue but like like georgia said just like find a couple of pieces that bring you total joy and everything else will come in around it and also you will get that back like you will get that feeling of like wow i feel like me um you've you've just had like a massive life change and you're probably feeling a bit like overwhelmed by all of that so hang on in there like it is going to get easier yeah exactly and what you wear is not the most important thing like I mean, if you saw what I'm wearing today, I mean, like, <laughs> seriously, thank God this one isn't being recorded. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back after this short break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? This is interesting. Um, I'm due to go back to work as a mum of two in a company with mainly 20-somethings who say things like, wow, your kids are ill at nursery a lot. Advice. What? 
Basically, the twenty-somethings are saying, "Wow, your kids are ill are at nursery a lot." Nursery a lot. Like, what, what so, like, was... they're basically making comments on, like, "Whoa, your kids are off nursery a lot," or "Your kids are sick a lot," or "Oh, you've got to leave early." You know, like that kind of thing where people Ugh. are like, oh, "It's it's so annoying because I think so many of us, if you look back pre-kids, you probably did make judgments." Like without even knowing it about people who did have who who had kids. Do you know what I mean? Like it's so easy when you haven't got kids to sit there and be like, yeah. oh well, they had to miss the meeting because you know they they had to go and pick their kids up from school or nursery or whatever. Oh gosh, that's not ideal, is it? But I just think showing these things, like, and being honest about these things happening is like the best thing you can do for those totally. 20 somethings <laughs> and owning it <laughs> yeah I would just meet it with total like obviously you're going to be probably a little bit pissed off inside but when you speak to them just just come back on it and be like yeah that's what happens kids are real they're at nursery a lot like that's just mm. kids um you know just try and just try and make it very very matter of fact and don't let it get under your skin like someone else says here how do we get employers to accept that drop off and pick up are things that have to be done you know it's those people that are like oh gosh you know can you just get someone else to do the pickup you're like who yeah Who's, who else is gonna do the pickup yeah it's actually so hard to find those people and mm. also I'm just gonna say like to those people who haven't got kids yet I would also highlight the positive so be like oh gosh yeah like I know I'm juggling a lot but it would like you'd be amazed to know how much more you, you can fit into your day once you like learn time management after you've had kids you know like those sorts of things <laughs> so like good, George. you'd be amazed like you'd be amazed how much time oh god I look back and think whoa look how much time I wasted before I had kids I would be like really upfront with that look listen yeah. you think I'm doing all this but it doesn't mean I'm any you know worse at my job I'm just yeah. as good at good at my job and I can balance this and as that well. is so passive aggressive and I really like that <sighs> you got to do it. Oh, I had so much time before. You guys are just sitting around doing fuck all. So Brilliant. fuck off. Fuck off. I feel like a fat, boring lump and I have no idea who I am or even who I want to be anymore. Help. Oh, oh I'm sending, really we are sad. sending you such a big hug. I wish that we could hug her. That really, you really do. makes, that actually makes me feel very emotional because I just really hate hearing you speak about yourself like that. Yeah, um, that is just exactly. really that narrative inside, that internal dialogue has to start being kinder. Yeah. That's, that's where you start. When you wake up in the morning, start saying kind things to yourself because you are none of those things. Mm. And yes, you might feel a little bit lost, but like, please, please, you're going through massive life changes, becoming a parent. It's the biggest thing. No one talks to you about that. They mm. tell you, oh, you're going to have to go home and look after the baby, but nobody really spends any time being like, well, also you're going to totally lose yourself in the process. So it yeah. is really, really scary, really overwhelming. And like, please, please, please give yourself a break. Yeah. And you don't have to have it all figured out. That's the thing, isn't it? It's mm. like, you know, I don't even know who I am or even, you you know who I want to be anymore well you don't need you don't have to know like you, you, no one knows what you know everything that they want or every you know everything they want to be and it changes mm. so I think sometimes sitting with that and just 
letting like letting it happen like organically can sometimes be the best thing and being okay with the fact like you know what right now this is the chapter of my life where I don't really know like who I want to be but I'm going to yeah. try and find something I enjoy in every single day whatever that is and build on those sorts of things so like think about things you do like doing do more of that um think about things you'll do like you know when you're in a situation you think god I'm really happy in this situation do more of that think yeah. about those things don't do the things where you feel like uncomfortable or not happy just don't mm. just don't do them it's not mm. worth it even if you used to like them um it's just not I just don't think it's worth it and just try and rebuild like that just finding things you enjoy yeah yeah just little little by little yeah little by little but I but I just I do think that when someone's saying such negative like you would never say that about a friend no. we always you say never this. would you never turn around and be like oh yeah my friend's fat and boring no so why would you ever search yourself please don't search yourself anymore we love you yeah we do this is a nice one I'm happy to be in mum mode for a while I waited until I was 39 to have my daughter and I'm loving it oh wow that's great that's really really great to hear yeah really great to hear and we want to know your secrets yeah (laughs) Uh, to be honest with you I've got to be honest I'm just going to throw it out there yes days are tough but I am loving being a parent yeah I'm really loving it I feel like I went through such a tough time at the beginning and now it just feels like we're all in our flow and the Mm. kids oh God, they're so magical, George. I love them so much. Of course I do, but I'm just enjoying them. We're having, you know, apart from them not listening to me and driving me mad, um, we're having, generally, we're having such a, such a great, gorgeous time as a family and they're really fun. Yeah. No, I, I do think that, like, as they get a little bit older, they do when they've got their own personalities and mm. they are, yeah, it, it, can be re- it can be really fun. And, I like, I yeah, I'm in a good place at the moment as well, but definitely haven't always been been here if that makes sense so if you know if you're listening and you have been you know you are going through it know that you do come out the other side and also who knows we might feel different in six months like you know I think you have to enjoy the things while you're enjoying like while you're enjoying them while you feel like you great amazing shout it from the rooftops it's it's great um but yeah, it's, I guess it's not always going to be like that. It ain't always rosy. Um, should we just not, do one more? It's not. Let's do one more. Where should we go? How do you come to terms with the identity of being a mum who is no longer in the newborn stage? All I've been thinking about is do we have a third? My youngest is three next month. So that's like a real deep, you don't know who you are unless you've got a tiny baby a young attached child. to you. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. And I do think that, lots of parents will go through this at different stages so like as soon you know when you've no no longer got a baby anymore and you've got a toddler then when you've no longer got young young children because they're all at school then probably when they're secondary school you know like all of those things and then like when they leave home then it's like the emptiness and I think they are all transitions and we're going to come up against those transitions like uh, multiple times over aren't we and I guess going for a third you've got to think of why it is that you want a third do you just want to expand your family if you do absolutely go for it but is it because that you feel like there's something missing now and is that another child or is that something that you could you know be doing for yourself like could that hole Mm. be filled with something that fills you up um and I think that's something you've got to ask yourself it's like it's you know when kids leave home and go to university like so many like when we were looking for 
after school like nanny so many were those women like whose family had all left home and they were suddenly like oh my god I need some like kids in my life I need something you know I need something to do so I think you've got to ask yourself why why do you feel that is it because you want a bigger family or is it because you just feel like there's a, a little bit of a hole now? Um, I definitely feel like this because Gigi's starting school in September. Yeah, that's a big thing. And that's how I felt when Kit went because it was like, yeah. that was it in a way. Yeah. Was, and, I, and, I, yeah. and I still think about it. And I think I've been thinking about it lots more recently. Like I can really identify with that. Like I've been having things keep popping up on my timeline of me with like a big bump because Kit's birthday's coming up and he's going to be five. And, and, and like... Mm. Just little things like I say, like, can I have a cuddle? And he's like, and sometimes he'll go, no, no. And then I'm like, oh, it's just, you know, when they're in your arms and you're feeding them and they're looking up at you, so they can't go anywhere else. It's just you and them. And now they're just becoming, you know, big, big grown up people who've got lives and our roles change. That, and that, that I do feel a bit of grief behind that. Yeah. So I just want, want to press pause now. I want it to yeah. just be here and stay here. I know I'm this mm. I'm the same and I mm. and I do think it's just I mean I'm I'm not going to have any more children for sure but I think when I like I really think about it I'm much better person with this age kids yeah. <laughs> than I am with like really young kids so yeah. you know it, <sighs> you're sure you're not gonna have another baby no 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 I'm really not gonna- <laughs> who thinks George should have another baby <laughs> hands in the air yes It'd be so cute. We'd have more of a business as well. (laughs) (laughs) Do it for the business. Do it for the business. Right, great. If if, if I'm pregnant in the next year, you know it's because Zoe forced me to. That's just the kind of evil genius I am. Um, Right, should we move on to products? Yes, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to kick things off. Go for it. With talking about sex life. (laughs) Now, (laughs) are you just going to say this? You know, this whole podcast has hopefully made you feel so much better about yourself. And if you are not or haven't started watching Sex Life, please do. It will make you feel so good. I can't tell you. It was a total joy watching this series too. I watched six episodes, me and Dozza. We watched them over like, you know, three nights. And we had sex every night at the end of it. Because I was like, there are, you just see really hot people taking their clothes off and out she go wow wow and I was like oh it makes you want to have sex yeah I was gonna say I remember like so the first season that was exactly that was the case for me and all of my friends were all talking about it in the whatsapp and then um now this season like the next season's back and I think you know most I haven't started watching it yet and honestly James is like forget about everything else can you just watch it can you just start watching it But then I'm like, oh, but do you want, you know, maybe we should save it for when I'm having a bit of a lull and then I'll watch it then. Why don't you watch it together? Are you watching it together? You're going to watch it together? We don't have time to watch things together. We're never here at the same time. Oh, really? Really? Get into bed really, and putting really, it on really. and just seeing what happens. Yeah, we could do that. I'll let you know. I'll update okay. you next week. All right, fine. So, I mean, mine is not as sexy as Zoe's suggestion, obviously. <laughs> um... <laughs> But this is a book I actually bought for my mum because she was worrying me a bit because she started saying things like, I don't really like going out anymore. I was like, 
like it, it, it really just it really worried me when she said it anyway so I went along and I bought her this book called why has nobody told me this before by Dr Judy Smith and it's basically like it's kind of like a self-help book but you don't read the whole thing it, you know it, there's a chapter on grief there's a chapter on, you know there's all these different yeah. sort of chapters and you just go in and you just read that bit and it's just it's almost like strategies that you'd learn in therapy um, oh, wow. And my mum, I gave it to her on Sunday. And on Monday, she phoned me. And she was like, oh, my God, I've read the chapter on grief. That was amazing. Like, I really needed that. Oh. So I thought, whoa, OK, I'm going to download it. And I did. And I downloaded it. And I've listened to a couple of chapters, specifically, again, the one on grief. And I'm like, God, that's really helped. Like, it. And it only took me 15 minutes to just listen to that bit. So I do think, what a great... I downloaded it on Audible such a good book if you're feeling a bit icky and you don't really know what it's about and you can just skip to the chapter that you resonate with the most so there we go that's my that's mine you can always talk to me if you want to as well about grief yeah I mean you know yeah I'm fine but it's just yeah it was just really good love that um okay so this is probably our most sort of high-end product that we're going to be talking about today uh it's 65 quid and it's tatcha that's the brand and i've been using the dewy skin cream which is a 50 ml pot it is expensive 65 65 pounds can't can't really beat around the bush with that one but the results have been incredible it's really long lasting you only have to use a really small amount it's a Japanese brand. They've got an amazing like rice polish and they've got an oil as well, which is like a cleansing oil, which I've been using. Yeah. I really, really rate the brand. I do as well. I yeah. used, I think I used a vitamin C um, yes. serum and it was incredible. Um, Brilliant. Love that. I'm going to finish up with um, actually a, a budget beauty buy. Um, we were sent some bits from Garnier the other day and in there was a, just a big tub of body cream and it isn't a fragrance that I would normally buy it's watermelon okay I probably wouldn't go for something like that but oh my god I love it I really love it it makes it sounds so weird it makes me feel fun when I put it on do you know what I mean because it's kind of like a fruity zesty like upbeat fragrance yeah it's just really nice I put it on and it's it's just a really good one it it does what it's supposed to do but it also just smells really nice and also you can really smell it so but all that day I could smell it on me Um, and yeah I loved it so there we go there you go brilliant love that Um, thank Thank you so much for sending in all your questions for today's Q&A podcast. We love doing these ones and some really, really great, um, you know, thoughts and, and yeah, things that you needed a bit of advice with. We, we, like, we really do enjoy answering them. So hopefully we've helped a little bit today. Um, if we didn't get to your question as well, just keep dropping us notes and stuff. We, we're, we're always around for a chat. Uh, and if you do get the chance to rate, review, subscribe and give the podcast a little follow, that'd be amazing. Yeah, please do. And any suggestions for these Q&A episodes, please do drop us a DM. We're on at Made By Mamas on instagram and we will be back on tuesday made by mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely charlotte mason insanity group small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.